Today, we're going back to the beginning. It's hard to believe that the Marvel Cinematic Universe didn't exist once at this point, so let's put on a big old Tin Man costume and watch 2008's Iron Man with the School for Wayward Nerds. Hi everybody, and welcome to another episode of the School for Wayward Nerds podcast. I am here with my producer, Kaya Steen. I'm here with my, uh, who wants to introduce himself first? <laughs> you don't know her names. I was letting you guys introduce yourself so people know what voices to which person. Um, I'm Ezekiel. Oh no. Alright, we're here with that. I'm going to call name now. No. Alright, take her from the top. <laughs> what should that gonna be, buddy? No, it's fine. Alright, um, this week we watched uh, the 2008 film Iron Man, and that yeah. is. That's today's topic. I'm sure I mentioned it in the intro before the music happened. Well, it's like the beginning of the MCU. Yeah, well, we wanted to do a movie and we wanted to do stuff. something Marvel, so it's obviously the starting point. Yeah. What did you think of the movie? Um. It, it's showing a little bit of age, but for the most part, like knowing what's come from it, it's, it's a good movie. Mm. Um, I think I've seen it once before. I didn't start watching Marvel movies till like halfway through Phase Two. Yeah, because I definitely saw Winter Soldier when it came out. Yeah, that was probably your first. I think I it would have been. The Galaxy. Whichever one of those two came out first was the one we saw first. Yeah, well, let's uh, get stuck into it, eh? Um. Iron Man was directed by Jon Favreau and produced by Avi Arad and Kevin Feige. Um, John and Kevin are names that you've obviously heard if you have any interest in Marvel anything. Avi Arad, however, is a name I didn't notice a lot. But um, turns out he's just the director of Marvel Entertainment and the CEO and founder of the Marvel Studios. Because I was like, oh, I recognize all these names as the people who pop up during, like, Civil War, <laughs> Avengers, all that shit. And I'm like, who's this other guy? I click it, goes, oh, the boss. <laughs> <laughs> the one big person. Yeah. Um, obviously based on the comic book character of Iron Man. <laughs> um, Stark is created by... How many of the creators can you name of Iron Man? Comic book character. I want to say Stan <laughs> uh, Of course he's on the list, yeah. Yeah, no, that's probably all on Kirby. Yep, Jack Kirby, Stan Lee, uh, Larry Lieber, and Don Heck were the people who originally created him. Speaking of original creations, I did have a question. Is the Mark I armor in the movie at all accurate to a first Iron Man suit? Oh, uh, it kind of just looks like a really awful Iron Man suit, but like what you would expect in the old days. <laughs> yeah. Like it isn't as awful in a way yeah as Australians he's just like a souped up Ned Kelly in the movie yeah, <laughs> um, yeah alright the movie is starring Robert Downey Jr De- Jeff Bridges Gwyneth Paltrow and the extra war machine Terrence Howard I, I'm looking at an image here the helmet's pretty dead on but the, the helmet's just kind of plain ass armor yeah yeah it's, it looks like a laser drawing of like a knight in shining armor or something I, do, I personally like the Lego version. I do remember the Lego version and hating it because... It couldn't fly and stuff. 
Yeah, in the... The Heartbreaker was the go. Oh, yeah. You always went with Heartbreaker. Yeah, because you click on Iron Man and it cycles through the different Iron Man. So if you end up with that one, you're like, well, fuck. And you have to sort of go back in and change it. Yeah, this movie had a budget of $140 million, and it went on to make $585.2 million, and obviously got a couple sequels, a couple spin-offs, that sort of shit. Yeah, who wants to take it from the start of the movie? If you're happy. We, we do have to mention that um, Happy Hogan's played by John Favreau. I didn't know that. And I saw it in the credits at the end. And, and I was like, hey, look at that. In subsequent Iron Man movies. Yeah. He, he keeps appearing. Oh, and Spider-Man. Yeah. And that hasn't happened yet. Behind camera and in front of. Um, I did find out here that um, the practical Iron Man suits were built by Stan Winston's company. Um, any of you guys know who that is? No. You told me that I Um, Stan Winston lived from 1946 till a month after Iron Man's debut. He created the... He, he does, like, all the big special effects that you remember from the 80s. Um, he worked on The Thing in 1982. Um, he went on to build The Terminators, uh, Alien, Edward Scissorhands, Predator... Um, Batman Returns, like all of it, Gotham, the Penguin, all of that shit. Um, and he also helped make the dinosaurs in Jurassic Park. So, like, any practical thing from any 80s movie and early 90s, he's just, like, there. Yeah, my notes at that point are just trivia. Well, we talked about how it was the first one. We, same year they released Incredible Hulk. That's the second Hulk movie, isn't it? Um, it's the second try that's one, because there's yeah, the they, Eric like, Banner they, one. They don't link up, but that's the... Second movie that That's made. the Edward Norton one, yeah. right? I definitely haven't seen it. A lot of people don't know the Warzone is Marvel Studios. Really? Oh, it's awesome. Year. But it, it was produced under the Marvel Knights banner ah. instead of Universal Studios or Paramount and all that stuff, but it's still classed. Hmm. But obviously, they have restarted him. I, I, got, I got my notes that I written down throughout the movie. Um, <laughs> I don't suppose any of you guys actually did your notes, did you? I did. Yeah, you yeah, did some? I only do notes for the... Garbage Batman. movies? <laughs> the Batman. I'll, I'll start off... they're really good notes. Well, yeah. um, no, wait, wait, Bef- before we get into it, uh, Meg can show her notes because we did ask her to, re- to review Batman and Robin last week. And, uh, we only got about 15 minutes in. <laughs> okay. What was after we talked about Ivy? Yeah, previously on Wayward Nerds. Okay, so my Batman and Robin review. <laughs> Batman and Robin. Here we fucking go again, fucking. <laughs> Very tasteful. Go yes. on. Well, we've been through that many and it's, it's sad and I'm not happy about it. But, <laughs> yeah. Oh, what's going on? Oh, shit. Pew. I don't know what that sound is referencing. <laughs> oh, any time it picks up a gadget? Probably. When, it, when they're suiting up, because if the next note's about yeah. nipples and butts, that'll be what that sound yeah, is. It was what the fuck, and then there's so much butt yep. in <laughs> Dick lie. Uh, spinning Batmobile. Oh, no. It looks like a Dyson vacuum. Shut up, Dick. <laughs> oh, super quick. Gay bike, because he can't get a car. Yes. <laughs> Cancel pizza, what the fuck are you doing, Alfred? Alfred just did a thingy in his pants. 
Yeah, that's a weird bit of that I don't movie. Even know what he did. Everyone yeah. leaves and he just kind of goes, ooh, 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 and then just cuts away to some other shit. Pointy stuff to your own shit, pun mate. Pun mate. He made a shit pun. Oh, I bet he did. <laughs> oh, sparkly. I hate him already. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm assuming this is all freeze. Yeah, we've just yeah, made it up to freeze, and then we all kind of left. I hate, yeah, I hate him already. What? Oh no, he slipped. That doesn't work at all. How did that bike float in the air and go? Oh no, oh my god, what? <laughs> I like how all your notes are just like sounds of you confused. Because that's all it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I wrote, I get that they're all ice people, but why do they have to have hockey sticks? Um, and at that point, we stopped watching. We stopped watching, and we went and watched shreds of California Dreaming, and it seems better than the movie. So yeah, and there were my notes. Yeah, that's something for people at home to check out. If you YouTube like most songs and then add the word "shred" to it, you'll find some serious traits for you to play around in. Um, I know back to what we're actually talking about. <laughs> yep. Um, like. Because everyone knows Marvel Studios, but when they first started getting made in 2008, mm. there was like an offshoot thing yeah. called Marvel Knights. Like, obviously after the comic, and it was just for the like dark, gritty characters. It's pretty much what the Netflix one is. They made Punisher Warzone, yeah. and then in 2012 they made Ghost Rider 2. Oh, okay. But Ghost Rider 1 wasn't technically part of it, and at that point uh, they stopped and just focused on Marvel Studios so what a I saga. guess they don't count because they're off to the side don't mention anyone else yeah and they both characters have been redone because Johnny showed up in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. now Iron Man so Marvel Studios as a company opens with ACDC's Back in Black yeah the soundtrack in this movie is pretty good I've actually got the full soundtrack on my phone. Really? I've had it for years. The score or just the songs Both. added on? Both. Because um, all the score was done on guitars before orchestra, and I think Tom Morello was involved in it a lot. Yeah. Um, he makes a cameo in this, but I totally missed it. Where? Uh, in my trivia. Then where is he in the movie? I'd have to look through my trivia. It's in there. It's in there so, somewhere. So, as we said, it starts with ACDC. Um, and it's... It's not in my notes, I'm sorry. <laughs> Star and Tony and uh, his good friend Rhodes. Who he's a bodyguard, kind of, right? No, Rhodes he's, is like in the Air Force. He's, like a, he's the he's military liaison lieutenant. Liaison, yeah. That's, it's just his yeah. body. Yeah. Yeah, but they don't seem... That's, like, they when, didn't have when the, the character to changed... up like a long-standing... Friendships and so young though. Yeah. That's when the character changes for the next movie. They seem a lot it's, more. It's body just a better chemistry. I guess. Yeah. That's why that guy's war machine now. Um. But yeah. So they're off in war torn Afghanistan. Well, you don't actually see Rhodes until the flashback ends because he's in the truck behind. Yeah, he's in the other car. Must get away. Yeah. Like our Web, um, Web of Shadows episode, this is one of those, oh, we got into quite a jam, let's t- 
take it back and see what happened kind of it only goes back 48 hours though yeah Yeah. and it doesn't feel like a bad flashback like every part of it you kind of think no it sets a tone it's necessary it'd be weird if it started where it like restarts Tom Morello is one of the terrorists oh there you go Um, (laughs) good work so they're demonstrating a new uh, missile as Stark Industries is one of the main defense contractors for um, the military. Convoy, as we said, Stark and Rose are in like different vehicles. Yeah. Well, I believe there's three Humvees. Yeah. Yeah. It's three or four. Um, and they get ambushed by some insurgents. Trouble in Terrace Town happens. The Ten Rings. Basically, chaos ensues. Yeah, trouble in Terrace Town happens. Yeah, um, and Stark is pretty much blown up by one of his own mm. like flashbang grenades. At the Stars movie, the first thing I thought was like, "Holy shit, he looks young in this compared to like the Avengers," which is kind of what I know him from at this point. I I have many many comments on his hair and his beard. Right, yep. I know this has gone back a few steps, but Tom Morello is the first person to get the shit kicked out of him by the suit. Yeah, Rage Against the Machine. Lost to the machine. Okay, back to the shit that matters. Nothing matters. Nothing will ever matter. Um, oh, what other notes do I have here? Yeah, it's War Machine, but it's not War Machine. That's me commenting on the actor being yeah, different. Even for me, that like that was the first one I watched. Mm. It's so uncomfortable going watching back a to different that. roads. Yeah. Even after I'm Iron sure we do the same thing with Hulk now too. Like if we go back one, and watch that. One movie of the different War Machine, I just couldn't do it anymore, just because that other guy's so awesome. Yeah. Especially in like Civil War and. How he kind of helps save the day and shows up in Avengers 2 and all that. Yeah. And like the first one's not that bad. He's not a bad actor or anything. It's just mm. the other guy. You can just see him it's doing so, it more. We're it's just so much more memorable. We yeah. just don't like him because he doesn't put on the costume. He, <laughs> he thinks about to. it. He's like, next time. That next it's time. so funny because it's not... <laughs> um, yeah, my, my notes pick up when they get back to... Uh, no, that can't be right. No, no, because in the flashback, he's still in... He hasn't flown out yet. No, he's... he's a, yeah, he's yeah, meant all right, to be I know where I am. Accepting an award that he's being Tony. Yeah, so it's before the... Before all the military stuff there. Um, in that interview he has with uh, a woman. I don't suppose you've got it there, do you? Uh, the, the reporter. Yeah. Leslie Bibb. Yep, also Vicky Vale's there. Christine Everhart. Um... And he seems, like, pretty comfortable with all his war technology and stuff that he's doing because he's, you know, he's done plenty of other good stuff and he's sort of... And I guess... He doesn't mind because he's breaking a few did eggs. a lot of it. Yeah. He would be kind of comfortable. And that's... He's he's been, he'd be used to it, yeah. He's been telling that same... Like, his responses to her are so curt and so... Like scripted. Yeah, well, he's been saying that his whole life. One of my first notes is, "Wow, a lovable dickhead." I've, I've got literally Stark is an ass, and only takes an interview based on the hotness. Of yeah, but the Happy's because Happy's, Happy's so fucking quick in that scene. I like him in this movie. 
because I'm so excited Stark to see more of him now. Stark has exited um, the casino, gone to hop into a car, got stopped by a reporter, but his his back is to her, and Happy's like, "Yeah, she's hot." And he goes, so "All right." Tony turns around. I'm like, oh, okay. I also love how he just handballs the trophy he wins off to the guy dressed as Caesar. Yeah. Alright, so he ends up pumping a big load into this reporter, if I remember correctly. Oh, and then <laughs> and then in the morning... The house like, looks like Thunderbird Island. <laughs> <laughs> I know, like, I was questioning when I wrote that down whether you guys would get what that means, yeah. but it totally looks like Thunderbird Island. Because, because all my references are all fucked up because of the order I've done things, the house looks exactly like the one from the Lego game, not the other way around for me. Well, and then when the chick wakes up, it's kind of just showing off what tech he can make and how rich he is and shit. Yeah, that's my next note, is Pepper Potts is like a weird Alfred. I, because, I wrote Paul you know, Jarvis. Yeah? Uh, Stark looks like a sober version of Jack Sparrow. That's not very fucking nice. What's he, he doesn't doing look... in that bit when she wakes up and he's not there? He's, he's just downstairs working. He's just tooling about in his little hall. garage. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah, just and then she's picking on him because he's like real late for his flight. Yeah, I thought Pepper was his like girlfriend. No, no she was the assistant. Kinda... Yeah, the, because I jumped one, on. No, no. Well, in the second one with Whiplash, she actually ends up taking over the company. So I've not because he's seen too busy doing. Yeah, Iron they kind of get together, but yeah, I say they get together it. through this, but just because I jumped in halfway through phase two, they were already buddies, and she's just there being like. Oh, look out, Master just Wayne. taking out the trash. Yeah, she fucking is a little bitch in that scene. She, she is a little bit hoity-toity. Yeah. Oh, and then my next note is institutionalised exclamation mark. Because it plays... Yeah, once again, the soundtrack in this. Which is impressive, because most soundtracks are like unmemorable, boring shit in superhero movies at this point. But then again, he is the one that tells. Yeah, Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy is the exception. Of course it's like that in the Iron Man movie though because he's the one that pulls a drink while telling a god they're going to smash him wearing a Black Sabbath shirt. No one else could pull it off. Um, I think that helps to set his... His Yeah, it sets the tone. He's the rock and roll, do whatever he wants. Yeah. He's the Van Wilder of superheroes. Um, I do think he brought up a good point though. If it's your plane, yeah, does you it can't wait for like, you? Sure. Like, like, He's flying across the world, but so planning. I, I, under, I understand planes have to fly no. to like set manuals and everything like that, but I'm like, he, yeah. like it's his. This scene bugged me because um, Rhodes in this scene is such a whingy little bitch. Like, why yeah, is... he's responsible. He's in the, like, army Yeah, but he, he should be used to Tony being a fuckboy. Like, why is this... Why is he bitching about it now? They've been doing this for a long time. You know? Yeah. I didn't like that. seemed very... Uh, what are you doing? Like, it's the first time. Yeah. I do like how quick the scene jumps to him getting James drunk. Yeah, he immediately fucking turns it on its head. But I at the same time, I'm like, I feel like you should be used to his cockheadness. So, where did they store the pole for the air hostesses? Because it, it just, like, come up out of the ground. Yeah, but that plane is not... Yeah, but the plane's not big enough for that. He pulls no, an entire Iron Man suit off. out of a suitcase. You think he doesn't have a stripper pole in his pocket just prepared? Actually, yeah. in the scene where it's 
taking off and says Stark Industries up the side, it's like the plane that we would take to Melbourne. Like, yeah, it is okay. a full-size yeah. plane. It's not a little one. Mm. I also read that his hair is real gay, but his phone's cool. Who? Stark! Ah. It's like... <laughs> Well, this this other people and swooshy. I kind of like his swooshiness. It's really weird. Well, then they get to Afghanistan. It is, and he gives his little demonstration on the Jericho missile. Yeah, yeah. Because the next thing I've got written down here is, God, I want one of those sweet fridges in the Middle East. That's <laughs> yeah. that stark one. If I can track one of those down, I'd be so happy. You can yeah. have it for the bar. And then yeah, yeah it kind of cuts to them being back in the. Yeah, we're back to where we are at the start. Yeah. Sort of takes a step forward to. So he goes through like yeah, the surgeries and, and that, that surgery scene is like something out of crank. Yeah. It's like it's so hard cutty and and fairly brutal and harsh. But they and then, and then what they could get away with with the first movie under yeah. that label. And then I thought to myself, how good Chev Chalios would be in the Avengers. Don't look at me like that's not a bad idea. He's well, he's he, he could kill Captain America if he wanted. Talks to old boy Yusuf or whatever. Uh, oh, Uncle Yusuf. Yeah. I feel like he was very okay with being hooked up to a car battery. I, I suppose he's a little bit more like, excuse me, like what no, the fuck? Like, he looks very traumatized throughout that entire scene. Though. I think the point of the surgery scene, how she's on and off, is because they're just in a cave. It's him drifting. It's him but... coming in and out. Yeah. So he knows something's happening. He knows that they got attacked. And it's Tony, like, he doesn't give a fuck about anything. Well then, and then the next scene after that being explained is him being dunked in water. Car battery plus water feels like bad idea. The car battery didn't go in water, his head did. Yeah, but it's going to get a splash on it. How does he bathe? Because that's still an electric device. He's in a fucking cave. No, I mean ever again. Because he makes the new one. It's got, like, the hook around it and it... You'll have a seal here, I guess. Yeah. In Avengers, like, he kind of quite happily takes on the Hulk and shit. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think being in a big accident and being a bit fucked up is much of his worries. Not to mention the fact he clearly says to Yusuf, like, we're dead in a week. Like, they're not going to let us know yeah. we're dead. Um, I don't think he's spe- worried about the car battery. I think he wants to survive. Speak, speaking of the terrorists and them coming in and making demands and all it's that scene. It's clearly unaware who's the boss, because the chubby man is making <laughs> all the demands, and then later on he's just in the background and this new guy's in charge. Yeah, it changes like halfway through. Now, um, when they walk in at first, it's like the same music that's playing in Team America when the terrorists are around. I, am I the only one who noticed that and felt like it was it's weird? Like, I, music, I, I know, but it's... It, it, but yeah, like... They have all the bombs and shit, and they say, make us that big fuck-off missile. And but that's the thing, they're all star weaponry. Yeah. Like, that's, but we find that's out the first like, time that yeah. Tony's yeah, actually he, seen what his company has done. Yeah, because he had no idea that they were getting a hold of it, but I guess it's not like that in real life. Like, everyone's getting hold of other people's mm. shit. I yeah. found that kind yeah, of he weird. He never thought about that because all he cared about was his money and shit. Yeah. Um, throughout the like the start of this movie, he's like all like traumatized and miserable and hating his weapons. But then his solution is to wrap himself in weapons and kill people. Yeah, but he's the only one that uses it. Yeah. That's the point. He's he's in control of what yeah. he's doing. 
Yeah, I suppose. And that's, like he hot. wants to start up the arc reactor because then they'll have... It's a sustainable power source that doesn't use nuclear, that doesn't it, use fossil fuels. It's not all that. that it's him use. punching them with the equivalent of a car going at 100 kilometers. Yeah, but it's, yeah, but it's him doing it. I guess. No one else can get Hulk the suit. is a little depressed bitch because he's a weapon that he can't control. Yeah. If you can control it, it's all good. Um, I ended up Googling this later, but the arc reactor is not a thing from the comics. Has it been added in since? I'm pretty sure. Is it like Spider-Man's natural webbing from that movie? Yeah, I, I guess... No, I think they added it in after the success of the movie. Yeah, okay. Because they used... Because I, like, like I was thinking what a weird concept that is for, like, an old 80s book, and I went back and well, checked, like, and it doesn't appear. Origin. He didn't fight terrorists originally. They changed that later. Mm. But, like, they've used it a heap. That's what powers the mini helicarries in yeah. Captain America 2. But... Yeah, that was what, that was one of the first things I wanted. Yeah, so instead of building his bomby stuffs, making his little reactor or whatever. Yeah, so he doesn't have to be on the battery anymore. Yeah, but like that part, if they explain it, I'm sure the terrorists would have been alright. But then, how did they not notice his like? He's on the camera like playing with this robot leg, and they're like. Yeah, but that's when they come in. Bomb? Like anything before, that's kind of weird. Yeah, like they realise something's odd, they come in, threaten Yusuf, who's yeah. not doing anything wrong, and Tony just goes, I need him, and they go, yeah, carry okay. on then. You oh. need legs for terrorist shit. And the other thing, like, so when he's about to get into the suit and break out, that, like, thing holding the suit up would have been in front of the camera for ages. Like, did they not sit there and be like, oh, what's that? When you look yeah, at it in the camera, you see him building stuff in the corner, so it must yeah. be like an L-shaped cave with one camera. Yeah, it is, because no, when cool. he's getting in the suit, they can't see him, and that's why... But you can see Yusuf no, in the corner. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, you can, they should probably you can see notice where it. the side of the thing is. Yeah. Like, wouldn't you sit there and go, oh, they're blocking the view of the camera, we should go in there or, and move Or how about we is. have... They've got four cameras in there, and there's a spot that they can't see. <laughs> Like, I just I thought that was a bit more dumb terrorists but than then really again hard. like yeah. but you can't consider- just assume that they're going to be like tech geniuses and shit yeah we're, we're nitpicking yeah. but like, this is still not, kilometers better than anything a DC movie's done they're probably not used to having like a guy building them weapons in a cave well that they bring that up later like you you hear him say that yeah like how would of course they're not going to be experts at it, but yeah, you think they'd be a little bit smarter, but the movie would be shit if they walked in and go, that's not a bomb bang, no more MCU. <laughs> kind of an interesting take um, on the universe, though. I will say, though, in that whole, like, prep scene, he is buff as nuts. Yeah. It would just be like, um, Chris Pratt, isn't it? Yeah. So not like how he just wanted to get buff. Yeah, I did find a bunch of trivia about him, like, getting like, ready he, for the he role. He was a young guy that. when this... Was no. built. Like, the suits are like 90 pounds. Yeah, but like, I understand the suit's gonna be heavier than that, but like, he was really yeah, the like, worked making out the helmet, and good looking, like, and yeah, I was right. like, oh, okay. Um, Hugo Strange guy sacrifices himself, is my next note. I, because I don't he did. feel like he needed to. Like, he ran out there just firing the gun in the air. He could have been shooting. There people. was three dudes that were just running. Yeah. They have the same guns. He's clearly not trying to shoot him. And then it takes... Yeah, yeah but yeah, but then, then he's like, oh... The corner, that's like every terrorist. Hmm. And then by the time Tony gets there, he's like still alive. 
Yeah, but he doesn't mind though, because it's like a suicide mission for him anyway. Yeah. He's the true he's suicide said, squad because he actually died. However, yeah, the second so, he says, oh, "I want to be with my family again," I'm like, "Oh, they're fucked, aren't they?" <laughs> I immediately yeah, just felt bad. Yeah. At this point, we still haven't seen Iron Man. Like, yeah, there's I, know, a, I know he's about to become, but literally all of this has taken part, and there's no suit, no, as far as the viewer knows. Yeah, Alright, if you're going to bring this up now... You've kind of seen parts. Yeah. yeah. If we're going to bring up, like, the violence in this movie, I want to talk about this. How the fuck is DC considered the dark and gritty version when we've got all this, like horror and third world like actual realistic dark shit in the and marvel all, movies but not even just good. that it's like, like every character in marvel kills people but because they're kind of part of a higher thing it doesn't matter it's like marvel's like set more in reality whereas dc movies are kind of like if pod ran the world i think it's maybe corn's vice president because it's all like fake eyeliner dark. Yeah, it's not. I was it's thinking like that like throughout e- this whole movie, I'm like, like this actually has real, no, it's, real it's grit like to it. It's like when the little emo showed up in their black veil broad shirts and said we're heavy, and all the people that listen to like Infinite, Infant Annihilator, yep. if they're dickheads. Mm, Marvel's Infant Annihilator. Yeah. I, I think it's more, well, that's Obviously. It, it goes without but, saying, but it's so even like, it's the saturation, it's the humour, it's... Yeah, they've like, got other Marvels things to do. don't take themselves seriously. But, they know what but they're it doing comes is off a comic. Whereas the, DC sits there and goes, Ooh. We're taking the panties off Superman because that's how it is. And then they do a flex and they watch wrestling and think it's real. <laughs> Something but, like that. Like, even Marvel, like, Spider-Man's probably the most not fucked up. But then He's you the think, best like, time. one of his main villains is a man wearing a fucking alien goo that controls him. Mm. Like, that's still pretty fucked up. Um, yes, yeah, we... Yeah, like, oh, especially... One of my favourite shots in this was when the guy shoots him in the helmet and it rebounds <laughs> and, like, headshots well, him. Well, yeah, shit like that is what I'm talking about. Like, okay. So they put the bombs on the door, kills two people... They all know because it blows the Yeah, then Yusuf goes in. Yusuf goes. I did write down Hugo and Strange then Tony guy. Tony gets ready and shots. cuts the power. Yusuf runs around the corner, sees everybody, and then three guys go in. Mm. And that's kind of. Tom Morello's one of them. In, and yes, Tom Morello. And then it kind of cuts back like he. I think he sees mm. a suit move, and then it cuts back to the two dudes outside, and you just see his body fly across the cave into the wall. Yeah. Like, all these dudes are dead, but, like, Tony makes bombs for a living. Like, it doesn't mm. fucking matter if he's killing someone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I wrote down again that the soundtrack's pretty good. Because, like, even... No, at this point, I'm talking about the score. Yeah. Because everything's like every musical score since like 2010 is just that blah sound. And this one actually has like a guitar in it. It's just yeah. enough to make it different to every other yeah, fucking movie. Then we kind of just get like 10 minutes of Tony just fucking punching the fuck out of everything. <laughs> setting fire to live ammunition. Yeah. He runs into the guy who's apparently been promoted to the boss halfway yep. <laughs> through this scene. I don't know what the go is with that. Tony's not rich, 
Yeah. Tony kind of shrugs it off, shoots a missile at one man across the room, <laughs> doesn't even kill him, and then he has his little moment with you, so if I think that really makes Tony pull his head in as well. Yeah, the, I'm giving you like, life, don't, don't waste it. Don't waste he it. Uncle Ben's this shit. Yeah, and then yeah, Tony steps outside, flamethrowers, blows up all the bombs, tries to fly out there, gets again. The whole, the whole thing, that entire scene, all I can think of is... Fuck, how hot would it be in that metal suit in just engulfed in yeah. flame? I always watch that scene where, yeah, so he goes out, handles the terrace, blows up all the bombs because... Attempt, yeah. Yeah, he's trying to fix what he's done. Yeah. And then he tries to fly away in the suit. Doesn't really work and he crashes. And I always think, how the fuck are you not dead? Yeah. Falling out of the sky in this big robot suit. And a bit there's of a few, not armor. There's a few scenes where I go... Why aren't you like but a corpse? Then again, we're watching a movie about a guy who can build a like tech suit in a fucking cave. Like I always think too realistic, and then I realize like the next you got to take a step back and be like, yeah, what the fuck? The next movie is about a science man who gets radioactivity shit and goes real big and green. Like, stop trying to think logic. Yeah. If you wanted logic, you wouldn't be watching a fucking comic movie. <laughs> so then I don't care anymore. Yeah. Yeah, you have to yeah, sort then, of be like, hang on, I'm watching this. Yeah, and then he's walking around helicopters, he's going home. Yeah. He's cheeseburger um, from Burger um, King. So just because we've been talking about... Yeah, we back in America for cheeseburger and press conference. That's, that's, that's what we're yeah. up to. Yeah, when he gets <laughs> okay. off the big plane, that's kind of what he says. I want two things, American cheeseburger and, and then, press conference. then Pepper just assumes he wants pussy. Alright, um, yes, buddy? Um, just because we've been talking about the music and that a lot, yeah. I thought I would bring up uh, Raymond Javadi, yeah. who is he did like the instrumental soundtrack to it. Oh, the stuff that the scores over the top yeah. of, yeah, because it was all done on guitar before like an orchestra even walked in the fucking door. Yes, um, so he's in control of all the music. Um, he also worked on things such as Game of Thrones. Pacific Rim, but like <laughs> you went to name three three things, but one of them was Iron Man. Oh, I was gonna say Westworld. Uh, I don't know if that's right because I'm looking. It's fine. Um, it's fine. But no, so like he's worked on pretty epic sound tracks. Memorable stuff. Yeah. That's a thing that's very dead now. Like in the eighties, all theme songs are pretty recognizable. It's not a thing anymore. Yeah. Well, anyway, he's having his press conference. Everyone's sitting on the floor. We meet Phil Coulson in this bit. Yeah. Um. Originally, he was just agent, but they liked his chemistry so much that they actually made him a character and put him in it a little more, etc., yeah, etc. Because I watch Iron Man 1 and think, like, fuck you, don't stand out in this movie he at all. He doesn't really stand out in this to. either. No, like, but he's, every time he's in a scene, mm. it's boring. Like yeah, that's probably the only times in the movies I like. If they didn't give him out a breath, is when he's there, mm. just because he's so secret agent. It's oh, kind of so, lame. He's tedious, almost. If if they didn't give him that name, we probably could have avoided Agents of Shield. But then we wouldn't get that half decent Ghost Rider, like mm. many seasons later. But he comes back and does. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah we already had Nicolas Cage. Try it's fine. Different Ghost Rider. Yeah, but it's Nicolas fucking Cage. Gonna... He was going to be Superman and Scarecrow. And Iron Man. Yeah, he, he, did, he did audition. audition for but yeah, so 
Even the part I was having the press conference on the floor, Paul's mm. and Cheeseburger, it kind of sets the tone for Tony. Yeah. But then he immediately gets up and stands up at the little booth because he's a bit cocky. I think that's kind of yeah. a reason they made him do that. That tricked me, that scene, because I know the ending, and I'm like, what? <laughs> Yeah, he's, he's already yeah, he's already confessing to being Iron Man. He doesn't have a suit. Well, then he's like, Stark Industries aren't making weapons anymore. And everyone good one. fucking throws a bitch about because it. Because it is a weapons company. Yeah. It is but funny that everyone's like, hey, you probably saw some shit while you were a POW, but fuck it, make a gun. And he's like, I don't want to make any more guns. And they're all like, what's wrong with you, dickhead? I'm sure he saw some well, shit. that's kind of the point of the story. Yeah, I know, but I just like, man, everyone is very insensitive. This guy's he's lucky he doesn't have his butthole rammed by a goat. Oh, we goat. should probably also mention that that dickhead Obi's here. Oh, yeah, Obadiah Stane. He's a good... Jeff Bridges is a good actor, because I hated him that whole movie. Yeah, any actor that you can hate is a good actor. If, you, if you're supposed to. I didn't like Gwyneth Paltrow, but I think that's just because it's Gwyneth Paltrow. Like, yeah, he's pulling down the bit. weapon wing of his company, and then you see that weird vlog about stocks, that dude just smashing shit. Yeah. Because I walked away to get a drink, I came back, and there's like a dude in a suit screaming and bashing mugs with a baseball bat. And I it's did. TMZ. Ugh. So, of course. I don't know. It's like a YouTube. It's like PewDiePie, but for stocks. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, he does the little heart surgery next with, uh, with Pepper. That's a that's a weird scene. Does not know what operation is? Plot hole. Yeah, Everyone she, knows what is she a fucking? Is. is she a stupid? I don't think we, I ever had operation as a kid. Yeah, yeah, but you know, you know what? I never had it, but I knew what it was. Yeah. Um. Yeah. At, at that scene, it was when I'm like, oh, I don't really like Pepper in this movie. No, I don't really like her in any of them, but I think it's just because I'm a dick. Hmm. That's not why I don't like her. Cause I'm great. Yeah, she does the heart surgery. That's a weird scene. Um, cause his body. Is one of those rubber bodies and he's sitting behind it. Yeah. And I don't think they predicted how ripped he was going to get for this movie. Because that's the one time I'm like, he's not muscular in this one bit. If you have a look at, like, behind the scenes footage of that, Mm. he is so... Like, the rubber and latex and that on his chest is so built up. Yeah, he's sitting behind that table. He's, like, he's got his head over the edge and that's a body. No, no, they built it up onto his thing. Yeah, but the seat's, like, much lower, so it looks like he's sitting. Because I remember them doing that in the guillotine scene in Saw. With, with the little man sitting under like a bed sheet that looks like his body. That's where I'm up to in my notes. Um, these terrorists are better archaeologists than June Moon. June Moon. Oh yeah, because they're finding all the old yeah. Iron Man parts. In the scene. And they're digging up some expensive, important stuff and they're not snapping it into for no fucking reason. So that's good. Well, they're being more careful with shit that isn't fragile. Cause it's- yeah. I don't like that she just instinctively breaks that fucking <laughs> that little vase. Mm, I am not looking forward to that episode. Because I'm going to have to watch it again. Oh no, really? Yep. <laughs> we don't have to, we'll just read the plot. Okay. You fucking cheaters. I don't want to read the plot. <laughs> <laughs> do we have to? Um, yeah. That's well, we're talking about Iron Man today. Yeah, let's, let's not dwell on the sad. <laughs> let's live over here in Iron Man Town. Um... We see the funniest home video shot of him testing his flight capability. You know, like on the weird webcam. Man, um, he's so mean to dummy. Yo, because he keeps hitting him with the fire extinguisher. Yeah, but he's just trying to help. He's not helping, he's a j- <laughs> um, 
I felt very yeah. That, that's when he like light speeds into the uh, into the ceiling, and he's definitely dead again. Which um, if he keeps testing shit that way isn't ready. At the start, they mentioned that when he was six, he built his first engine. There's no way he didn't blow up testing that engine at some point. So all the whole time I'm staring at him, I'm like, he's got this big floopy hair, and someone's like eyelinered his beard on. Hmm. You got caught up on his beard. I got caught up on him like cutting the circle out of his shirt, and wanting to see the scene where he sits in his wardrobe and cuts the circle out of all of his shirts. Like Does the, he though? Is it just because the light? It, there's one scene where it's cut out around the light. It stops doing it later, but there's one where I'm like, oh, oh, but he must have just maybe sat maybe there with scissors. Maybe that's because he's like just put it in or some shit, and he's kind of trying yeah, maybe. to do a suit that's going to run off it. Yeah. Mm. Um. Yeah, the interface on the Iron Man suit is, like, crazy similar to the tube in Batman Forever. Anyone else notice that? Because I couldn't stop thinking about it. Do you remember the scene I'm talking about? I think it's very the same. Um, And just like that, we now have Mark II, Iron Man. Is that a thing from comics as well? He doesn't just run one suit for, like, 50 fucking years. Yeah, I know, but... It mark, is the Mark II the same as like the comic Mark II? Yeah, I think so. I think it's still a bit chubby looking. It's still a like bit wonky. Mark one, maybe. Yeah. yeah, and then he starts testing it, and I just visualize hundreds of people in LA filming this rocket flying through the sky in weird directions and just screaming about UFOs. Yeah. Because superheroes aren't technically a thing for them yet. I'm pretty sure Mark II yeah. looks very similar to the Mark 1 but it's gold now okay but I think he changes it like more subtle because there's also pictures of Mark 2 that just looks like the classic Iron Man suit okay um but I think that could just be artists it has in here Iron Man Mark 2 is the golden Avenger okay because we, we see a reference to that later with the solid gold suit. Yeah. Um, there, there is full of references, but because of like all the later movies, they don't stand out very much. So, yeah. In I, Kai's showing April me an image 63. now. It's it, it's in a skirt. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's the one I'm pretty sure on the cover of Avengers where they get Captain America. Um, okay. In. It's Tales of Suspense 40, came out in 63. It's basically the same as the original grey suit, but it's gold and has a skirt. Very um, sexy. And it isn't until 63 that we get the red and gold, yeah. like, colourings and that. Um, alright, so I've seen Avengers, and I've seen the Civil Wars, and I've seen all Phase 2 movies, I think, but Thor? Yeah. The Thor 2 is one? Um, and I have not seen Tony Stark having that much fun. As when he's first flying. But I suppose it's like a new thing. Yeah, I and know. he's got no I'd responsibilities like, yet. Yeah. He's not doing anything. It'd be, it'd be nice to see... Like, because he's always stressed now, like with Civil War and stuff. And I like seeing people having a good time. Especially because I watch DC movies and everyone's miserable all the time. I also really like in them movies... Mm. It's like how Daredevil gets punched a lot in the Netflix series, mm. but then in season two is a bit better. Yeah. Like, it's really stands out that Tony isn't fully used not, to the yeah. suit through the whole movie. Yeah. I, 
Like compared to the scene in number two games. when all them AI ones are chasing him through the city. Yeah. Like and his precision in flying, like it stands out that he's not doing as good yet. Yeah, um he goes to the party. Stanley's cameo is awesome. Yeah, he's there with Hugh all his bitches. You have no. Yep. Um, we find out that uh, Jeff Bridges is bad. Yeah, which is real shocking, given his attitude the entire fucking film. Um, thus a troop of random co-workers becoming villains for no reason in Marvel movies is born. Um... What do you mean, no reason? Well, they just, like, become crazy. No, they They did that in Ant-Man as well. Yeah, but it's just like, ah, let's, let's fucking snap now. It has, it's just that's the hungry fuckhead. Like most of the Iron Man. Look, that's the one problem with Marvel movies is the villains don't quite live. Like they don't quite live to the level of the heroes, in them. except no, Loki. Because obviously, they all die, but like that doesn't mean they don't have a fucking real thing. Yeah, that's like the guy in Ant Man was always a fuckhead, and that's why Pym hates him. Like, they've always been bad. That's one thing I'd like... Uh, hopefully Thanos is good. I was going to say that's what I'd like to see Marvel do better as the villains. Like, their Netflix villains are sick. Not yeah. that you would know because yep. you're a shithouse. Oh, I've watched most of Daredevil. You've watched one season. And a bit. But considering you watched Suicide <laughs> Squad and the villain also didn't really make any sense. All the characters or the plot of the film or yeah, the, like, edit, the editing, the producers that did well, it in the fucking first place, Obi, the comic that it's based on. It's all Obi wants control of the company because he likes money and that's why he's selling weapons to not only America but the enemies. Yeah, just he did go to party. the uh, he did go to the level of hiring terrorists to kill Tony Stark. Yeah, right? like he's clearly fucking not right. Yeah. You can't just say he just cracks and goes, I want to be a bigger Iron Man. Isn't that the... Isn't the villain in Iron Man 3 pretty much the same thing? Uh, no. Not, not really. Whiplash, he the was a fella. guy... He's number two. Yeah, Who the nerd with the two? glasses. Justin Hammer. He's just yeah. Stark's rival. Because yeah. when Stark stops making weapons, Hammer take ah, control. Okay. Yeah. Um... Yeah, my next note here is, why does he keep testing all of his shit, like, in his house? Because he's rich. He's I don't know, but he, he breaks so much shit, he could just go out, like, in the well, he yard. He doesn't fix the hole in his roof. He honestly has enough money to just replace yeah, everything. I don't know, but it's almost just That's inconvenient. You could walk like, a meter to the backyard, or you could pay millions of like dollars. Yeah, but rich, there's but cameras in that outside. Yeah, he's That he can control shit. who can see it, what gets out... Like Bruce, yeah, but like Bruce I, I'm just thinking of when he tests the repulsor ray just across the room and just like blows half like, of his stuff. People like Bruce have an identity to like uphold. Tony's known for being a dickhead. Disregarding so if he didn't things, yeah. not give a shit. It I don't. It, it's character. It's funny to see, but at the same time, I'm like, oh, I don't know if that's the like right if, idea. If we watched Batman versus Superman, like the first time we see any the of new it. Batman, yeah, if he was like. Testing the fucking Batmobile out the front away manner, it would be shit because that's not Bruce. Hey, you're right because in one of the Christopher Nolan trilogy, Bruce Wayne just has an EMP grenade to blow up all the reporters' cameras. Yeah, <laughs> but like Tony is, like Bruce is the responsible. Yeah, yeah I get Tony's it. the dickhead. Yeah, like if he was doing it somewhere safe, you'd be like, I don't feel like this is Tony. Yeah. Plus, I like how he's drinking throughout the movie because everyone whinges they don't touch on his alcoholism. Yeah. 
Yeah, he's but I don't want. Yeah, I'd rather than, like it be subtle because I don't want to see like an MTV's behind the music drug addict kind of yeah, movie because yeah. that would be really boring and he wouldn't wear the suit much. He'd just be, he'd just be sitting in the tub in underpants. Yeah, like sleeping he just on a bottle kind of. Kind of throw out and they touch on yeah. a bit more in the second movie yeah yeah back to the yeah we're up to the part where he goes into the third world country and blows that's up an much awesome Jackson. scene that's where all my notes about like it being much darker than a dc movie yeah like they're gonna murder that man in front of his parent uh, in front of his wife and children mm. yeah and then just tony punching that one guy flies like three stories in there into a fucking wall yeah like it's awesome he does all that uh, just all the American military a jolly of him being able to go in there and kill a bunch of brown people because that's pretty much how they roll over there but they, he can't though that's kind of why they're sus and send the planes to check it out yeah and then you see him um, firing the flares and like flailing and being bad at the suit yeah that was um, that's a thing I don't get to see as a Batman fan is imperfection like that's why I like all the dead all the time like remember when he became a genie that's <laughs> I just I want to see Batman get hit and that hit in the face makes him angrier. Like yeah. that doesn't happen because he's like, oh, I'm just gonna never get injured ever because I'm fucking perfect. Yeah. No, he's a goddamn human and he should be able to cop one. I think he gets stabbed in Batman v Superman. Just I don't know. He comes off as too perfect, especially yeah, if Grant Morrison. It's right really in good it. that they started off with it, like their first try. Yeah, they're good at making someone seem a little bit shit. Like even in. The first Avenger. <laughs> yeah. Steve goes through his little process of becoming a super soldier. Does all these gay little presentations. Goes, we need to save these people. Mm. Lucky I'm buff now and have super strength. That means I know, like, how to fight really well. Well, like, he's he, just he suddenly... was in the um beforehand. Yeah, but he was a scrawny little dickhead. And they don't that teach doesn't mean you that he hasn't left. Army. Like, yeah, but he wasn't in just normal army. He was in, like, a um, special services. Yeah, but that, like... He would have learned, like, training things. Yeah, like, they would have trained He's like, him, um, if he couldn't gain any muscle or get better yeah. while he was there, mm. they sure as shit didn't teach him how to be an expert fighter and tactician. Because yeah, he wasn't there very long. But... With the soldier serum, he's the equivalent of like a sexy bane, right? Yeah, yeah. like he's got he probably does, Yeah, you probably don't have to be that good at it. I'm sure he rolled he a wrist or busted that, an knuckle like, or something. Special Nazi base mm. and not get seen once. Like <laughs> it is bright blue. Like it, there's nothing wrong with that movie. It's fucking awesome. But I would have rather see him fuck up because yeah. it's the first time he did anything. Mistakes are like very... You don't see sucks. enough mistakes. Like, Ant-Man does so bad at the beginning, and that's why it's great. Yeah, I, and him, a, a perfect superhero is an unrelatable god. It's not as interesting to see. Yeah, like, no one fucking reads a Superman comic and goes, I really felt like I, I see myself in here. Yeah, I see myself. Like, it's fucking stupid. Yeah. You'd rather see someone suck at the beginning <laughs> and then grow... I like. I do like that they see a tiny thing tearing up a third world country on their radars, and Rhodes is like, oh, "I bet you that's fucking Tony." Yeah, like, great. his first reaction is to call him. He's like, "Are you causing shit?" That's kind of their counter for how he. It was annoying that he didn't. He expected Tony to be on time at the start. Yeah, once he's in the they suit, they off. start to get along better and stuff. Yeah, but, but yeah, moving on. Um. Yeah, then he lie. He tells everyone that it was a um, a training exercise. 
Um, real talk for all our listeners. There's never been a strange training exercise in any military air force ever. It's always the government hiding fucking meetings with aliens. Okay, back to the movie. <laughs> fucking wake up. Why did we just go to aliens? Because, because to the galaxies our next episode. Totally being dumb. Cosmo. Cosmo. Kaya, Cosmo. you're just too doped up on fluoride to Yay. fucking see it. Oh, another good point. Yes. Like, Flash is a great show because, like, I mean, season three, and he's still awful. And He's yes, always and fucking he with learns. that timeline. Like, you want to see someone learning. Yeah. Um, it keeps scrolling back up. Sorry. Um, alright, I got a bunch of all capital stuff about fluoride. Oh, no. Um, alright, Obadiah Stain hired the terrorists to do all that stuff, and then it translates the... Well, you see you the don't video. see that straight away. First, he says... Just before Tony leaves to go to the terrorist, because mm. like, we see he him there with the suit. They've sold them more weapons mm. at that party because the reporter from the start shows in pictures. Yeah, Jericho. Yeah, and he goes and well, that's why he goes back there. Weapons of Stark again, and he goes out and talks to Stain. Yeah, and he says to him, "We've been selling weapons. Still, we don't give a shit that you don't want to be a weapons company. We do, and like I'm the one that has reported you to." the kind of head office people yeah. that still have a bit of control. Like, it, it's hinted that he's fucking Tony over. Yeah, and that's why he and sends Pepper in to get all his files. Yeah, hmm. and, yeah, like, it's kind of hinted that he's the bad guy, but then it just gets worse and worse because you It just snowballs yeah, harder and harder. To attack in the first place. Yeah. Um, in that scene where she takes all the files and sees the taped and it's translated and it's like you didn't tell us it was this famous fucking yeah. Steve Jobs equivalent guy um yeah and then she leaves all the download complete shit on the screen yeah but she couldn't get rid of it because the file's halfway through downloaded and yeah, she right. had to put the screensaver on yeah she, she's just she's as sneaky as a burning orphanage that's all there's no that. other way she could have done it yeah I mean Not like it, it's one it. click of that little X in the corner and then put I don't know like when you put a CD in your computer it doesn't mm. pop up like CD that's a weird sold. that's a weird thing in the movies how like anytime something gets put onto a disc you, you get to look at a sweet slideshow presentation of it as the ghost yeah um, and yeah and then Lucky Coulson's there yep kind of with agents it's so they can't just right that guy can't attack her and be a rapey yeah um, but she does hint a little bit I mean, he seems a bit sus yeah at this point um I've written it down as Stainy Boy, because I can't spell Obadiah. Obi. Yeah, Obi. He paralyzes Stark, which is... That's where we're up to, right? Well, he... In the house? Before that, he does go back to the terrorists, because they've got the suit. Mm. And they're like, oh, we'll give you this and his plans that he's left. Like, and you build Anybody, us every... an army. Like, you yeah. just do it. And he has this little gadget that he says later on. They developed this weapon, and then the government said, no, that's too fucked up. Yeah. It's a temporary... Paralysis. Yeah, but he says to the guy, like, you'll be like this for 15 minutes, and that's not the worst of your worries, so... I don't know what he means, because Tony's kind of okay. Because I, I bet you oh, anything, considering considering what a duty is... Yeah, but, like, because when... Yeah, he does that, and then steals... The Mount Mark 1 suit. I tell you what, I, bet, then, you, I yeah. bet you he's being subtly threatening them because he's he's not going to leave loose end people. He's going to get that suit. He's going to go there yeah. and eviscerate and those people. And then he walks out and all his guards have his the terrorists like hostage anyway. Yeah. But yeah, so then he do, 
Pepper rings Tony to say that like Obi's the bad man, mm-hmm. and then he does the weapon on Tony. So he just has that military dude on a chair. Oh, sorry, the terrorist. Mm. And he does it, says, like, yeah, 15 minutes, that's the worst of your worries. Does it to Tony, steals his Unplugs him, yeah. That's obviously not going to do Tony any good. So he goes down, puts the leftover one in. Yeah. And he's fine. Like, what the fuck was going to kill the terrorists that fixes Tony just because he swaps out his little thing? No, well, I think it's... The other one wasn't... There's so much pressure on the blood vessels and that because it's in his head it would have had like the ringing in his ears and stuff like that as that pressure builds and then releases because when you see it that's on his burn side and it's all his blood vessels like from his neck but they do that on Tony as well he gets real veiny and fucked up Hmm. yeah but you'd have like ringing in your ears and that it's like it's because it's fucking with your blood that's where that issue is but like because he's clearly like killing the terrorists yeah but then he does the same thing to Tony, and he lives. That's what I mean. Like, unless a oh, like I don't even fucking know. But who cares? Maybe he did it worse. Like, because mm. he it's probably, probably got a volume bar on it or something. Like, even though he said to the girl, "Like, you're gonna die over time," mm. he probably just wanted Tony to suffer even more and like take the thing out. Well, it's, he needs it to power so up his one, right? Small, yeah, yeah. So he might have not used it high enough frequency to kill him he wanted him to die slowly of not having yeah if he dies immediately he can't monologue like a villain yeah like I'm not defending the movie but I feel like movies don't have to touch on every little detail yeah like because when you start touching on every detail you become Batman v Superman and you're going for six fucking hours it would be like if Pepper came in while he was building the suit and said well how does this leg on the costume work and then you get 15 minutes of like made up science shit like you yeah. don't need to explain every little detail I think they've got the balance it. of explanation yeah. and not explanation right because so like, they explain everything in Dark Knight Rises but then he has a special robot leg that they just don't fucking bring up and it's like well, that's weird that you didn't talk about that one thing yeah like I, I feel like when I'm picking on that little gadget Obi has I might be looking into it too far um yeah, well, at this point, he puts in the old heart. But then he doesn't wake up till Rhodes comes. He's, pro- he's still be shaking that yeah. paralysis off. But, yeah, but this is, like, big final showdown shit's but on now. Because he's got the old reactor, it's got it's only on 15%. Yeah, well, those are, those are the rules. Every movie has to have a ticking clock. So it's like, oh, it's going to run out yeah. at the end of this fight, probably. And, and then, that's, it wasn't made to last long. Yeah. It yeah. was made to power... He's Mark One. Yeah, and so he that would have used that's why most he... of the like, and that he says in yeah, the he cave, it up I've only got fifteen minutes in the suit, which is why they were counting how many steps it was out yeah. of the cave and how many. Like, yeah, how long he's he got. He knew he needed to replace it as soon as he got back. Yeah, because they yeah. said it would last like four lifetimes. That's like, yeah, the fancy new ones. Suit, so yeah, it was already running out. Yeah, but then um, like it's just adding to. Like, because, like how you were saying, you've kind of felt like Obi wasn't that great of a villain. 
yeah. they're kind of just boosting his advantage even more to make yeah. him a better. But once you go through the movie, it makes more sense because they were originally going to put um, Mandarin in this one. Yeah, his and then they're like, oh, it's too, it's too much. It's too fantastical for us to start off with. We'll start as a subtle robot versus robot Pacific yeah, and, Rim thing. And I kind of feel like the first movie in such a big universe deserves someone not many people know. Just give it a because yeah, a, it's like a build up start. Because if you start off with if you start off with Thanos, Scorpion's not going to matter. Yeah. But if they had put Mandarin in it and this hadn't worked, oh, they've just burnt through a character. Yeah. yeah. A so massive, by putting someone character. in there that mm. doesn't like, matter, and the one in number three doesn't matter. That's not the Mandarin. That's no, made up. and he yeah. but he says that at the end. He says oh, I'm not Mandarin. Yeah, I'm that's just what an I mean. actor. So they haven't used this big fuck off character. Like I feel like Dormammu was such a waste. Yeah. Like, um, like I know he's still around and he can still come. Hmm. And fuck everybody up, but I feel like. It was but his big entrance wasn't yeah. that big. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right, then we see uh, oh, Rhodey see War Machine and go next time. And it's like, haha, well, you that, fucking idiot. That Mark Two is even the one he steals mm. in yeah. the next movie. All right, we finally see uh, the Shield people. They go into arrest. Obi. Yep, and and Pepper's there because fuck it. Yeah. Well, she was with them. Yeah, but she yeah, shouldn't be the agents. first one through the doors to arrest her, guys. She said she his... have the cards. Did she be able to get in? But they don't use the cards because he's locked them out. And then, like she should have not gone in there with the open man the door who's and fucking hide. Killed. Especially her. Yeah, and like she's the one that finds Iron Monger. Like, yeah, that suit. Agents need to handle that shit. All right, we we see his Ironmonger suit, and it reminds me of those big Russian tanks that they used to have in the early wars that were too big and threatening to actually function properly. I thought like he's so giant. he's so fucking ridiculously big. I'm like, how do you get through like a garage door, let alone he a normal door? Yeah, but, but how do you move that thing cool, from place though. to place? It's cool, but I look at it, I'm like, seems like impractical because he can't move in it. Yeah, just because, like, Tony's the genius, but they get that scrap one in the plans, and then they make a cool suit out of it as well. Yeah. So it's kind of good to balance out that Tony isn't, like, by far the smartest person ever. Yeah, it means like, other a... people can do it. Yeah. Um, well, because Whiplash does it as well. Like, yeah. he gets a suit and makes them out of it. Like, yeah, so yeah. We, we, we get the big fight. Uh, Pretty good so, start. Yeah, something weird happened in it that I'd never seen in a DC movie before. Um, Iron Man saved a family. Whoa. Yeah, he like took other things into consideration, like life. Yeah. Fuck. Fucking weird. It's it. He didn't even nine eleven an entire city. Rocket Raccoon saves more people in one scene than Superman has in the movies so far. Yeah. Like what is what is he in like fucking seven movies at this point? <laughs> um. Yeah, he saves a family, which is bizarre for me as a DC fan to see. Yeah. And then they try and run him over, which is kind of funny. And then, uh, and then in that scene, I'm thinking, holy fuck, how terrifying would it be to see miniature fucking Pacific Rim just beating the fuck out of a freeway? You wouldn't know which one's the villain, which one's the hero. You would just... You'd shit your pants. But then they're fighting, and he flies away because he know he's running out of power, but... That massive suit, like you looked at it and said, that won't be able to fly. But then it's like a full on fucking rocket, yeah, and shit. And it's like, oh well, there you go. And he and yeah. he it does have like big jets, thick mm. yeah. And he and they freeze it, which is like pretty good writing as a movie, like to bring yeah, that up again. Something they check off guns, it really good, which like 
I barely get a plot in a DC movie. Like that's I'm I'm impressed by this. Yeah. yeah during the film, it actually said um, it's actually good to watch a movie that watching it doesn't feel like it's going it's dark but not like hot topic poser bitch dark it's it has fun parts to it it's colourful but not oh look how neon and bright and fun and suicide squad we are it's like life it's ups and downs yeah it's as a comic book fan of DC I haven't watched a movie that doesn't make me go come on in so long except for the cartoon ones animated series but, yeah, well, you think that's done for Ovi? Glad it's not because that wouldn't have been long enough. No. Um, but in this last little fight scene, Tony doesn't have a glove on anymore, hmm. and then like he gets pushed and he's kind of holding himself up. Like, I know the suit's powered. It's got like hydraulics and stuff, but yeah, it's probably yeah, real fucking. Yeah, heavy. like it would fucking hurt to have the hand down, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Um, that's too much. Thought. At that point, um, Iron Monger like. Jeff Bridges, Obi, he opens up the suit to gloat because and Tony, the second no, Tony he fucks, he rips something out. Yeah, he rips out like pretty much the, the webcam of it. Yeah, the eyes stop working. When the second that suit opens, I have problems with the suit because the arms and legs and stuff all move perfectly, but the second it opens, it's like he he's he's like in a big potato in the middle, like he can't get into those arms like Iron Man does. The thing's too big. For and him I get it has like controls and stuff. But it moves too natural for that to feel right. It's like, the second it opened, I'm like, oh, I started to question it, you know? That's way too much fucking thought. Yeah, I know. But the second it opened, it just struck me. I'm like, his arms aren't in the arms. And, like, from there on, I got confused. And I got caught up on I, that I detail. really like, though, that when he hasn't got the mask and, like, the help of the computer anymore. And because the big robot arms stick out, like, his aiming just instantly goes to shit. Yeah, he misses, like, a bunch by a mile. In, like, probably... <laughs> Any other movie, like he would have had the helmet on and he would have been missing. Yeah, I, I think he actually says something about, "Oh, you've." I, I'm pretty sure I heard a line of "You've disrupted my aim." Something, when, something. When Tony It'll be one of those. Oh, you think you've stopped me? It's not. Yeah, enough. but yeah. he he actually says like you've screwed yeah. up with the aim in it. But, but you're like, still lost. You like you get yeah. used to. Your arm in front of you, but when it's like way out there, the yeah. giant, it's like he's wearing his arm like a backpack. Yeah, that's why, like, it makes so much sense. Um, yeah, he's getting pepper. Pe- to blow pepper up. blows up the arc reactor, and it just conveniently tosses Tony to the side. Yeah, and we see that incredible trope of big blue light in the sky, which it's fine in this because it hasn't happened a lot. I've got a quick list summarized here, of, like, you know, not it's not all of them because it's yeah. an infinite number. You got Lord of the Rings three. You got Transformers, you got Iron Man, you got Captain America, you got Avengers, you got Transformers 3, you got Man of Steel, you got Fantastic with the 4 in it, and then you got Suicide Squad. Here's a nice collage of blue lights. (laughs) 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 It just happens all the time. Fucking give us a green one. Shit. Obi gets electrocuted, probably gonna fuck you up in a big electronic suit anyway, but then he falls into the arc reactor just before it blows up. Yeah, he gets. Fucked. Also, that suit would crush him when he hits the ground because yeah. the front's still Even open. When it's banging on shit, it's like one of those times it's gonna hit his exposed body. We don't see a lot of padding around that neck. He probably died before he fucking exploded. Well, electricity probably fucked him up good, but yeah. Yep. Then what happens, everyone? At that point, we see um, the final con- um, conference, which I thought was the earlier conference. It's not. 
Well, he's talking to Coulson. They've set up a big. Um, because I don't like Coulson and he drags the movie a lot for me, I like to think that he admits to being Iron Man just to fuck with him. (laughs) He's like, oh, here's your statements, and he goes, fuck you, and just does the exact opposite. Um, yeah, then he goes and tells, like, Pepper, oh, I need you, buddy, we should hook up. It's kind of like... I, no, I like that scene because her point of view from that party earlier is yeah. fucking it's funny. Like, remember that night? Like, yeah, Where we like danced together stuff. and you fucked off and blew up a third world yeah, nation. He goes, that's so the one. people and she's like having a problem with it. Yeah, fuck her, man. Um, yeah, he is Iron Man. And then I see in the credits that John Favreau is Happy Hogan and I laugh at the good but cameos. Why the fuck would you rush through one of the greatest scenes of all time so quickly? Because we're like way over time. And everyone knows that scene. I am Iron Man. And everyone's like, what the fuck? And then just credits. It was great. I know, it's, it's, it's fucking so good of an ending. Suggesting I'm super, that'd be fantastic. <laughs> He's such a dumbass. I, I have to... I love that this is such a thing, and every time I go to the movies now, I, I have to watch for it. This is the beginning of after credit sequence. Yep. Because everyone does it now. DC does it. Fucking. But no, that's the, the thing. So I went to the movies the other day. What'd you say? I had been <laughs> in the cinema, sat there and waited. But. And I'm like, I know there's a third movie coming to this. They're not going to do it in the credits. We went and saw Doctor Strange. Like, how can you not know after, I believe, 14 Marvel Cinematic Universe movies, there's going to be fucking after credits scenes. People got up before the first one, which is at the end of, like, the minute Mm. credits. People fucking wait to the end of Angry Birds now for an after credit sequence. And this was a true after credit sequence. It didn't roll until... Everyone's name had been shown. Yeah, it's not yeah. like a half-assed uh, one. It's modern, real. They do two. One will normally be to do with that. It'll movie. bang out main cast directors. Then it does a yeah that one. And one will be about the main movie, like Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. You get the one where he's talking a thought because it's about Doctor Strange, but also the next movie. And then you've normally got one that's about the next movie that's going to come out or the greater shit that's getting set up, like Thanos. Yeah, or how the Duck. Um, so, yeah, so modern there's two. So, for this one, it's just the one, and it's Nick Fury basically at Stark's house. Just revealing himself. Um, he mm. reveals himself and says, I know you think you're the only superhero, but you're not. Do you think and when they do that? Team this up. Do you think when that line happens, they realize how fucking big Marvel Studios are about to be? I think they do. Yeah, I think because that's I exactly think why they said the word it. Avengers. But they're I don't not think like they would have bought it if they didn't think they could go somewhere with it. But yeah. when he says that like, though, because I mean, it's confident, and, and yeah, you can build up to Avengers from yeah. there. But like, Guardians of the fucking Galaxy Two is happening. Yeah. I don't know I'm if so they so saw that. We're, we're almost. This came out in 2008. We're almost 10 years, and they're still just yeah, smashing it. Okay, yeah. so you've got, um, like everything's come out pretty quickly. 2008 is Iron Man and Incredible Hulk. 2010 is Iron Man 2. 2011 is Thor. Uh, First Avengers is 2011. The Avengers is 2012. I mean, three, thirteen, Thor, thirteen, mm-hmm. Captain America, fourteen. Like everything's come out. Well, this they would have last all been year we had Civil War and Doctor Strange. This year we've mm-hmm. got 
Guardians, Guardians of the, of the Galaxy, Galaxy and Spider-Man. And then and Black Thor? Panther yes. is very early next year mm. too. So we got four Thor, in like Thor's 13, 14 months. Yeah. yeah. saying that like this movie, I read it took like 20 years to get it all. Yeah, I got some of that here. Yeah. 17 years it took. Yeah. That's insane that they didn't just not, give up. When yeah. he says you're not the only superhero, let's do some thinking. Mm. Hulk hasn't happened yet. Yep. They probably have a bit of idea about Asgard. They would technically know Captain America exists. Yeah, they would know because they're he's, looking for him. Yeah, he froze. Um, Wasp probably exists. I don't know. No, because they're all been and gone. Like Pym's not doing oh, shit. Oh, mean, you mean ones that are still around? Like they're yeah. not boring. Everyone loves Hawkeye, and Black Widow. Not really superheroes compared to Shield agents. Who they're but really good ones. So there's kind of three. One of them they've made contact with mm. and then you've got two really fucking awesome agents like and you've got Hawkeye kind of, and yeah, they do that's have that's what I said yeah but that's what I'm saying they do have a pool because S.H.I.E.L.D.'s been around since but that's what I mean like think of 1940 who was no. in they're setting up the Avengers initiative in Avengers there's two agents that they knew about Iron Man who they've talked to, someone who hadn't happened yet, someone who they know about but haven't talked to, mm. someone they haven't even found. Yeah. Because he yeah. kind of is the only superhero at that time. Because when you're a secret agent, you don't count. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah. Do you reckon they're only Nick, saying that because it's. Do you reckon Nick coming. Fury has watched X Men? Because not part of it, Dickie. They could watch it. Yeah, like if Nick fun. Fury was there all mysterious and goes, we're setting up the Avengers initiative. We're hoping there's other superheroes we can find. Like, it would yeah. be good. <laughs> He's totally bluffing. He, like, gets home and goes, fuck, I hope, I hope this yeah, works. Like, it's, again, it's putting, like, too much thought behind something that doesn't matter. Mm. Um, alright. Uh, as far as recommendations go for this episode... Watch the movie. Watch yeah, would you, <laughs> would you watch Iron Man? Fuck yes. yes. Uh-huh. But yes. I don't know what the plan is now, because we've got so many more things to cover of the MCU, but... There's so much more to Marvel, people don't realise. Their current comics suck. Their cartoon movies and TV shows are pretty good. They're getting better, yeah. Yeah, like they've always been alright. But But their comics, if you go older shit, it's all so fucking good. There's a reason people love these characters enough to try and get this movie to work for 17 years. Too many people just think Netflix and movies. Like People only give a shit about Guardians of the Galaxy... Spider-Man and Iron Fist because that's what's coming. Yeah, alright. Here's, here's our recommendation. Don't just watch the movies. These characters are so popular and so amazing that they're literally the only worthwhile films to make anymore. They they existed before that and they were obviously good before like that. Otherwise, has, they wouldn't bother. Like, how long has Captain America been around? Like, they wouldn't be making movies about him after this many years if, if it wasn't, wasn't good. Shit. Yeah. Fucking Batman wouldn't have lasted 75 years if it was garbage. Yeah. They'd sell the rights to McDonald's or something. He'd be a, he'd be a type of milkshake, like Grimace. Yeah, like, don't just watch the movies. Definitely watch the Netflix shows. But yeah. yeah, there's just so much more good things. Alright, we'll let's... We'll get uh, to that. We'll cover it. Yeah, we'll get to it as we go. Now, let's... Let's do some trivia. Alright, I got a little bit here for the movie. Um, it was filmed Marvel Method style, which I thought was kind of fun. Um... The Marvel method is a thing they used to do in comics where the artist would do the book before the writer comes in and does over the top of it. But they would have the yeah, story he, he's like, this is what I th- this is what I think should happen. The artist will do it, and then the writer will do the speech bubbles and shape it. Yeah. And a lot of this movie was filmed 
not like you know like imp- improvised. Yeah, there wasn't a lot of dialogue. Mm. They just kind of made set a tone. Yeah. So I, I thought that was kind of cute that the, they did it Marvel method, but in movies as well. Um, Agent Coulson wasn't even named originally. I wrote I, we mentioned that earlier. Um, they told all the extras that that final press conference was a dream sequence, so no one could spoil the movie before it came out. Um, That's pretty good. Iron Man's suit. Guess how many individual pieces are on the standard suit? Three. Uh, Pants, shirt, hat. You're you're off by a little bit, Kai. You want to give it a shot? I'm gonna go close to like three hundred and forty. All right, Meg. What do you got? One CGI doesn't count. Yeah. All right, the answer is four hundred and fifty. So Meg was Kai was closest by giving a reasonable. I'm seeing a lot of people like have photos of. Batman in the armor and Batman vs Superman and yep. Superman in his clothes and saying like no CGI and then the picture of Tony and War Machine in the green yeah it does look a little bit number two and saying too much CGI five minutes ago I just watched a fucking video of Tony walking around in Mark One armor mm. like it's not all CGI it yeah it's the fuck up. yeah I mean they literally had fucking Stan Winston work on the practicals they're not yeah. gonna half-ass the practicals um. Alright, here we go. Paul Bettany, the voice of Jarvis, has never seen Iron Man. Um, and he felt like a asshole and a jerk because he recorded for two hours, just in a studio, and then took a sick fucking wad of money and pissed off on vacation with his wife. He's like, I don't feel like yeah, I earned it. He's become a big character. He's still the voice's yeah. vision. Yeah, but since then he's like, I don't feel like I earned that shit at all. I just yeah. kind of came in. He literally he did what so we're much. doing now. And we still have to have fucking jobs. And he didn't say too much yeah. in that movie. You're right, he's not in as much as I thought he would be. Um, he, here's a good one. In early drafts of the film, Tony Stark references building Otto Octavius's tentacles in Spider-Man 2. Um, people were trying to do this movie for 17 years. It started off at Universal Studios, went on to Fox, went on to New Line Cinema, and then Marvel's like, fuck it, we'll just do it ourselves. This isn't going to happen. Yeah, um, I Roughly 30... This is crazy. 30 writers turned down doing this movie because they're like, Marvel Studios aren't anybody. I don't know who that is. And who the fuck's an Iron Man? That's not a character that anyone knows. Like, that is a fucking iconic character now. Yeah. Man, imagine being one of those people being like, I don't even know what the like, fuck no that is. Fuck off. Kid. Imagine that now. No little kid's not going to know who Iron Man is. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's a different world now, yeah. Um... Yep, Tom Morello was killed by Iron Monger. I did have it. Look at that. That was in my notes after all. Um, and thank God Marvel did it themselves. Yeah, the villain. He's the first person Iron Man hits. Oh, I wrote it down wrong. And he's probably dead. Oh, he's probably dead. Alright. And my final final trivia for y'all is um in some of the original versions, the villain was going to be um, Howard Stark and he was going to be War Machine, the villain. Okay. Yeah, you know, Iron Patriot, Kinda the like baddie. How, I believe it's it's the Hulk, not in Marvel Studios. Eric Banner's Hulk. Yeah. yeah. The villain is absorbing man, and they're just like, hey, how about we make it fucking Bruce's dad, hmm. who's not absorbing man. Yeah. So that's probably where they got that idea. All right. Well, I understand Iron Patriot because Green Goblin becomes Iron Patriot. Yeah. Oh man, I want to see that in the movies. All right. We've gone dramatically over time here, so let's quickly bang out our homework question. The question was, who would you like to see be the next Netflix show? One that hasn't been announced yet. Meg. Wow. Rude. <laughs> um, I thought 
Rocket and Groot would be a good one. Just because I was reading the... Yeah, that wouldn't be bad. Well, those two would really go on the dark and gritty shit. Like, yeah, I just... swearing alone that they're not allowed to do. Mm. Yeah. Like, the, the first Rocket book we brought was about how all his ex-girlfriends are teaming up to kill him because he's cheated be on them all. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I was thinking because I was like, that'd be like, good. I want to see that. The first time you that'd see Groot in that thing, he's in like a, like an illegal underground fight room. <laughs> like, so many people watching. Like, they can pull it off. Look, I don't know if they'd have the budget for all that CGI, but the money that they must make between all the defenders must be getting close to them being able to do that. Yeah. Mm. Right, Kyle. Um, Howling Commandos. Yeah? Explain yeah. why. Because I know nothing of them so i'm going to assume a few of our listeners probably don't either um so they have been introduced a couple of times well obviously a bunch of times in the comics but a couple of times through um the tv and the movies their first appearance is uh they're helping out to break captain america out of the nazi war camps Aren't um, they all um like it's pretty old Universal monsters like mummies and Frankenstein? No, that's shit? no, the shitty new one. that's ah oh, okay, yeah, okay. So they are. it's a bunch of special division, mostly European um, soldiers. They're almost like the Black Hawks in, in DC, in right? They, they, it's it's Steve's little group, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, that like ah, yeah, okay. the only ones that people ever talk about. Like, well, that sounds better than what I said so with you, a bunch of mummies got, and shit hanging around. Uh, Bucky Barnes is one of them. Dun Dun Dugan, Gabe Jones, yes, the big mustache, yes, yeah. the big mustache. and the bowler. Yeah, because he's the English, yeah. and each of them have their nickname that either reflects where they're from or what their big mission was, and that. Um, there's a clip out of both Shields and Agent Carter where they're going through like they've been on missions to look for Bigfoot, they've um, obviously fought Nazis, um, and they've been part of Nick Fury's team, they've been part of Coulson's team, they've been with Miss Deadpool, they've had enough adventures. There's enough stuff to take the show from. Which dickhead said, hey, good work fighting the Nazis? Where's Bigfoot? They're they're somewhat like. um, They're just doing all off the record kind of shit. Like secret agent. They're they're the original agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. Basically, they turned around to Howard Stark and Peggy Carter and went. Oh, now we get to the bottom of this. This is why you want this. You want Agent Carter? You want Agent Carter back? They're around before that, but it is. It is a period thing. You don't have to lie to me. I'm not lying no, to she's kind of technically not part of the squad because her no. you know, she powered of their own thing in shield. It, it's a World War II elite unit. Yeah, like they're. So it's pretty much squad. like Captain America the First Avenger, the series. It's yeah. Captain America the First Avenger minus Steve. Actually, it's I would. Just this squad. That would yeah, be good. The, the, used to have there given good answers. That don't get touched enough yeah, in the, that movie. The, the Netflix shows are all dark, gritty, Welcome to Hell's Kitchen. They're all like in the same block radius. At least these guys have branched out a little bit. Well, not really. Like, she's in space. What are you talking about? You can't stand in Harlem and piss in Hell's Kitchen while like fucking Danny Rand is like rich as fuck. Yeah, he's massive company. It's yeah, he's season one of Green Arrow. Marvel crossover New York. Yeah, I know. That's weird that that much shit goes down in New York. Meanwhile, like San Francisco is just chill as a cucumber. Oh fuck! And Daredevil goes there eventually. Oh good. 
Thailand's your, probably nice. Go your Alright, um, the one I picked. Uh, so, Daredevil does a better take of Batman than I've seen in live action in ever. Um, so, fuck it. DC can't do a good Catwoman. I'd want to see a Black Cat season. Just what, Just a season of her just doing heists, shenanigans... Just anything I'd want to see Catwoman do. Because... You don't get it. You no. don't get to see it. The only time... It's just like... Old Daredevil's fighting cool, is so good and so Batman-y. I just... Oh, let, let's see him rip like, off some other characters first, that makes me happy. The first, like, live-action Catwoman was alright. Next one was Halle Berry. Yes. The next one doesn't get... We're not including Catwoman 60s Batman. Alright, good. Um... Yeah, did you say one? No. Um, Alright, grand finale. I was kind of thinking Moon Knight just because he's a dark... I thought you would, that's character. why I left him alone. Because he's just another good Batman. But because, for the sake of me having more knowledge, mm. I'd love to see Carnage. Because it would be like Daredevil. Like the dark Netflix Marvel shit. Mm. Plus Dexter. Just because yeah. Carnage is a crazy fucking series. Michael killer. C. Hall could play a good one too. Yeah. Just an off-the-rails Dexter. Like a couple of episodes of him just being Cletus Cassidy, mm. killing every fucker. Like in the Amazing Spider-Man 2 game that isn't fully off the movie. Yeah. Most of the game, Cletus Cassidy's a serial killer, big ending, carnage. Yeah. Like oh, I, yeah, because he's like a Zaz that whole yeah, game. I remember you now. You find bodies and it says CK on the wall in blood. Mm. Yeah, I remember now. Like, yeah, or even like Venom, just... Any fucked up Marvel character would fit in your... I would like to see a small-scale symbiote invasion. Yeah. Like, just like a little... Oh, like, body horror. Oh, there's monsters in Hell's Kitchen. It's not just men in masks anymore. Alright. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the School for Wayward Nerds. Class is now dismissed. <laughs>